Hey guys, hope you're having an amazing, beautiful, positive day. I'm sending you so much love and peaceful, balanced energy from my apartment in New York. It is Friday evening. It is now Saturday, early in the morning, 1.36 to be exact. You're probably going to hear some sirens going on out my window. You might hear a homeless person throwing a bottle at somebody. You might hear a fight going on. Who knows? It is New York. It's just the possibilities are endless, right? <laughs> this is the, you know, the big apple, the forbidden fruit. And I thought I would get on here. I have so many things going on in my head that I needed to share. And all of it kind of comes down and connects all the dots just connect it's so interesting uh it's so powerful it's so amazing how our brain our consciousness uh our you know eternal consciousness is ever so expansive and we can just gather all this information out of nowhere and i want to give you a kind of an example in this you know podcast as to how my brain kind of works and how yours works too you know um as we're evolving, you know, even from childhood to our adulthood, right? We can look back on our life and really have those moments where we see ourselves as our young child. And, you know, we can forgive ourselves for things. We can laugh about certain things. We can be angry and sad about certain things. We can hold on to those memories and file them away within our consciousness. And those memories don't go anywhere, right? Some people have learned to bury those memories so deep inside of them. They don't revisit certain things. Again, that's just how powerful the consciousness is. It's almost like there's a split in, you know, in who you are. And there's a part of you that you don't want to remember and you file it away. Um, Sorry, I kind of went off on that little tangent. I am a little tired. I'm not going to lie. I worked a 10 plus hour shift today. Um, my 3D job, it's very 3D. <laughs> it's bartending. So, um, but I had a moment today where, you know, the universe is so beautiful. I had these two ladies sit in front of me and they have such powerful aura and they recognized my aura and we just had a very soulful spiritual conversation with each other um, amongst the chaos and my you know my work environment being that it was you know surrounded by 3d energies surrounded by a lot of drinking partying and just a lot going on but it was those it was the grounded energy of these two women that just sat well with my energy we all vibrated on the same frequency and you could just feel the power between all three of us you know being that we're so different in such a place that is so 3d could really feel that we are different that they reminded me of myself that they reminded me of how powerful I am by seeing how powerful they are. And I don't really know where I'm going in this podcast today. Just bear with me. Stay with me. You might take something away with, with you with this one. But we had a moment where I was saying to them, um, 
And they were in full agreement of this, that everything that is happening in the world right now is so divinely guided because things have to get so ridiculous that people start questioning things. And I have said this in a past podcast, um, you know, some people might have stopped listening to me after the podcast that I posted a while back about the matrix and, you know, um, all these other things that have been shown, um, you know, sometimes that type of conversation is more people would assume it's a conspiracy theory type. Um, and I can understand that, you know, I can understand that. Um, if you have been with me thus far on my healing journey with me, this was a huge deal to wake up to this matrix and the layers and layers and layers that have been built into this system that have kept us asleep and our souls in chains just working this mundane life and you know never really feeling fully satisfied or fulfilled from within because we are seeking for things outside of ourselves and those were things that were taken away from us that being connected to the universe god higher power allah whatever you believe in him or her was taken away from us and that leads me right into where i was going um, when I, I want you to understand how fragile the, the mind of a child is and just how we are programmed and how these layers upon layers upon layers of programming that keep us, our souls trapped and it, and it begins in our childhood and when we come here and I want to give you guys an example of just how fragile we are, um, how influenced we are, right? How what we see and are taught, what we're told, these are things that are, you know, they become us. They become our our blueprint until we, you know, we heal ourselves, we work on ourselves, we outgrow those programmings, we we shift perspective on things, right? This is the most powerful thing is to have that shift in perspective um, that pulls you out of that program and into a higher timeline and freeing yourself, right? Pulling yourself into your authentic truth, removing those layers. So, and it's interesting enough, the story that I'm going to go into right now is about Kool-Aid. And this was the message that my angels uh, have been giving me, but more so for humanity. Humanity has been drinking the Kool-Aid. They have been living under the programming. And so if you don't know where that phrase, drink the Kool-Aid, comes from, I do recommend you Google or do some research on Jim Jones and how he was a cult leader and he led a a community of people to move. um, I forget where they moved to. I think it was Guyana. Please correct me if I'm wrong. I believe it was Guyana. But they moved and they built a community out in the middle of, of... the bushes and um 
he had brainwashed those people, excuse me, to believe that they had to have a mass suicide and that they would be saved, you know, that their children would be saved and that they would go to, you know, heaven if they all died at the same time. And that's where the phrase drink the Kool-Aid comes from because they drank Kool-Aid that was mixed with acid and, you know, these, I, I don't even know how many people it was, you know, you'll have to go and do your own research on that. But that's where the phrase drink the Kool-Aid comes from. Everyone drank the Kool-Aid and there was a mass exodus or a, a mass uh, suicide And so, interesting enough, um, I'm going to talk about Kool-Aid. Because when I was a little girl, we had Kool-Aid in my house. Um, My mom is a type 1 diabetic. And this, again, goes to how fragile the mind of a child is, right? And how easily we are taught, how we're spoon-fed information and things. When I was a little girl, my mom would make us Kool-Aid... And because my mother is type 1 diabetic, she never put the sugar in the Kool-Aid. Now that sounds so funny to a lot of people because first their first thought is, ew, disgusting, what the hell, that's disgusting. Um, but the interesting thing is, is I have to remind them, this was what I knew as my normal. This was what I thought Kool-Aid was. I did not know, you guys, we didn't even have juice or pop in my house because my mom's type 1 diabetic, so she just didn't have the sugar in the house. I did not know until I was around 13 years old when I went to my friend's house after school and she made Kool-Aid. I did not know that you add two to three cups of sugar, white sugar, in the Kool-Aid powder mix. I had no idea, no idea. And the other thing that I want you to really understand is that in my household, the Kool-Aid that my mother would make us, which was just the packet of Kool-Aid flavor and water, we loved it. Like that was like, that was Kool-Aid. Like that's what I knew as Kool-Aid. And we loved the shit. Excuse my language. We loved the shit. Like I was like, that's, that's Kool-Aid. Mom made Kool-Aid. Like we're excited. Mind you, you guys, this is how hilarious it is because me and my sisters would make our Kool-Aid <laughs> and sell it on the corner of the street for 25 cents a cup. I'm, I'm sure people was like, what the hell kind of Kool-Aid is this? This is the worst Kool-Aid I ever tasted in my life. Because there was no sugar in the shit. There was no sugar in it. But as a child, that was my Kool-Aid. My mother, she made that Kool-Aid for us. And I loved that Kool-Aid. And so I had no idea until I turned about 13 that you mix a shitload of sugar in that stuff and it's actually absolutely horrible for you. Even the packet without the sugar is horrible for you, but we're not going to get into that. But what I'm trying to have you understand is that as a child, we are so fragile. We are taught, we're spoon-fed, we're programmed to believe things as our truth. As we grow up, we start to see there's different ways of doing things. There's different programming in different households. There's different ways of being. And 
we get into this, you know, this pushed and shoved around until we figure out what our truth really is, where our truth really is. And the same way that those people um, in Jonestown drank the Kool-Aid, they were seeking and searching for something, somebody to tell them how to live their life, how to be. And they drank the Kool-Aid and they, they ultimately died because of it. And so this was kind of the message that I was getting. Um, it all comes down to what you believe to be your truth is. Like, what is your truth? And, and not letting somebody else try to tell you what your truth is, right? Because at the end of the day, what Kool-Aid are you drinking? Um, I can find satisfaction and appreciation for my Kool-Aid that my mother gave me. And then I can also find love and appreciation for the Kool-Aid that has the sugar in it, three cups of sugar in it, right? It's all just different perspectives and things. And right now, the universe, God, higher power, Allah, whatever you believe in him or her, is forcing us to see these different perspectives, these different ways of being. Um, the other thing that I wanted to mention is there's so much going on right now that is forcing us to really question what our truth is, where we stand, what our our beliefs, what is our belief system? What are we fighting for, right? Are we fighting or are we just at peace and standing in the eye of the storm and able to just surrender to that, the things around us, right? Um, are we fighting for freedom? Um, are we using our voice to communicate our truth? Um, or are we still drinking the Kool-Aid that someone's spoon feeding us and telling us how to live our life? Are we really standing in our truth and listening to our higher self when our intuition is, you know, poking at us and, and won't let you feel calm because you feel there's something there that's off. There's something that I'm resisting. It doesn't feel right. What is it that you're doing in those moments, right? Are you drinking the Kool-Aid? The, the Kool-Aid that is being spoon-fed to us um, to be our truth, right? This is your truth. Now drink the Kool-Aid. And so easily we're able to be told which Kool-Aid to drink, what Kool-Aid to drink and what, you know, not to drink, right? Because this is right and, and this is wrong. But what is your right and what is your wrong? What feels right and to you and good to you, right? Because as a child, I was drinking, you know, the sugar-free Kool-Aid and I found the gratitude in that. And the minute I was spoon-fed the sugar Kool-Aid, it's worse for you. I liked it more, but it was worse for you, more damaging to me than the Kool-Aid without the sugar, Right? And at the end of the day, my friend would definitely, after being born and raised, drinking Kool-Aid with sugar in it, she sure as hell was not going to be drinking the Kool-Aid that my mom made us with no sugar in it because it would taste totally different to her. But you see, the thing is, is a lot of people, they can't try something and appreciate it, right? They always got to compare it to something else. Um, 
that's the other thing I want to bring up, you know, based on, you know, I work in a bar, so I'm seeing a lot of people all day and they, people just complain about everything. They just complain about everything. Um, there's certain people, maybe you're this person, you know, like me, and, and there's such a handful of other people that I know. It's like, we'll go out places and something might like kind of suck or whatever but we won't say anything we'll just be like okay well I'm just not going to come back here you know it's not something that I have to like bark at the server about or embarrass this server or just you know like cause a commotion try to get something for free like there's a time and a place for that right respectfully right but what I'm noticing is so many people complaining about every little thing right now. Um, I don't know if it's just more than ever because people are very agitated, aggravated, and, you know, really, really lost. And, and this world is bringing up so much inside of us that we can't ignore right now. So that's easily being projected. Um, the entitlement of people is just astonishing to me. Um, and I know that if you're somebody that resonates with my energy, this is probably something that you're really seeing as well. There's a lot of people that are just really miserable right now. And I find myself sometimes sinking into that space when I'm in my 3D job and I'm really exhausted and tired. I don't like to be there. And so when I see other people in that energy, I have to be reminded of my own shit and how I can easily go into that space if I wanted to, right? We have a free will choice here. Free will to drink the Kool-Aid that we want. Free will to live and express and be who we are. Um, even if we were not free in our life, we would be free to behave in ways that we're going to create karma for us in our life, whether those things be positive or negative. And that's the thing is the consciousness is not free for most of humanity. Most of humanity has been drinking the Kool-Aid for far too long. And the sugar-free version, the, the free version, the, the consciousness that is free where you um, are just grateful and like really, really close to your soul and spirit and God and what really is fulfilling here. Um, that is... It's, we're coming to a place now where things have to get bad so that people start realizing the Kool-Aid that they've been drinking. They start to see that maybe they've been lied to, see that maybe their um, entitlement, um, their behavior, their aggression, their attitude is not benefiting them. It's It's hindering them more than it is benefiting them. And only that things would have to get so bad for, for them to finally wake up, wake up and um, choose a better life. All right, guys, I love you so much. I hope you have an amazing, beautiful, positive day. If you'd like to book a personal session, I'm taking a social media break, but you can email me at feelswithmeesh at gmail.com. I also love getting messages from you guys, just updates and little stories and things that's going on in your life. It really brings me so much joy. So I will talk to you soon. Bye.